Too Many Comics, episode 140. A nice even number, Brooks. I'm surprised that we've made it this far. I'm surprised we're recording on time. <laughs> the actual recording night of Sunday, that is. It's some, a quick follow-up that we don't have in here. This is a, another a second movie weekend has passed, and I didn't read a story but saw the headline that Black Panther is still shattering records left and right, has made more money than a lot of other movies. Uh, have you had a chance to see it yet? Have any thoughts on that, anything? I have not seen it yet. Uh, my thoughts are, and I don't want to get in trouble, so I, I'll just I'll dance around this because you saw a bunch of headlines about this, and you saw a bunch of headlines when Wonder Woman was doing its thing, right? Because it's like yes. the, the genre films are doing their thing, and this and that and the other. And I, I, yeah, I think that's great. And my only my only statement would be I can't identify with when a minority, albeit race wise or gender wise, feels like they've scratched an itch because I'm like the a complete op, and you are too white male yeah. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> so i so i can't i can't really get down like that other than to say i go see movies when they're good but i'm happy that people who feel like this should have been happening for a long time are are feeling that way is that am i, am I in trouble am i grounded no this is a good thing okay because i mean uh, like i said it's not like i'm like pissing on it i'm just like i think that it i, I can't relate to that particular part to why it's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah, I mean, well, we are white males, so I mean, we'll probably never be able to relate to such a thing. It's such a, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's such a burden. And that's no, no. just what it is. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, I, but I, I do hear that the, the buzz is good. And I, I looked back on your comment last week where you basically said that it was upper middle of the pack, which, you know, means it must be pretty good. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was very good. It, it's... Hmm. I don't know the way I guess I could go through. I don't want to rank them all right now, but yeah, I mean, if I did, I mean, there's plenty of movies in the MCU. I thought it was better than, but there's probably a handful that I I don't think it was quite as good as. And and that's just because there's been, you know, four or five that I hold in in very high regard, but they did well. It's great that that a character like that has taken off. It's great for everyone that is in love with it for those reasons. And I've read, I read one time about even things like the fast and the furious uh, of, Attributing a lot of that franchise's success as as it being the only sort of action movie that has you know Hispanic lead characters, girl lead characters. It's it's got it hits every gamut and and makes a ton of money across the you know a cultural relevance that you know something like a Mission Impossible wouldn't. So I mean it, it's it's listen we are white men but we are uh, not racist or anything. So it's awesome to see. <laughs> <laughs> Good, good cover. Okay. All for well, it. All right. Uh, so anyway, well, what, what else? What's, what's going on? What else? Okay. So we talked uh, last week about Super Sons being canceled with issue 16 as this sort of fallout from Bendis taking over some some Superman books. Uh, as we were talking last week, Peter Tomasi was actually tweeting out uh, some things. And I'll just say uh, what, what he's put on here. He said, good crikey, my Twitter account is exploding. Brothers and sisters... Keep thinking good things. It is not being canceled for bad sales. There are plans afoot. I can't share at this early juncture, but you will be happy with the results. Super Sons lives. Um, he's the love and sadness. Of Super Sons being canceled is knocking him out. Uh, let me be first to tell you, I'm not done with our two favorite boys, and and new news will be forthcoming soon. Hey, now remember, keep your love for the last few issues. Super Sons going, lots of fun. Blah blah. blah. Anyways, we had speculated whether or not it was for sales or anything. He is claiming that's not. There's more coming. Uh, there was news that broke that. 
uh, Robin and Superboy will meet Dino Mutt and Blue Falcon for like a, from what I was reading though, it seemed like it was just a one-off issue type thing. Uh, but either way, the way that Peter was talking, yeah, so it's a special number one. It seems as though there could be more in store. So, um, you know, keep your eyes peeled for where these characters land and we'll get to the most recent issue. I imagine when we, when we talk issues, but, um, it was, it was hitting at a good spot. I felt, and uh, clearly sales were, were pretty good according to the author, so hopefully it continues. But happy to see it's not 100% dead. Well, I mean, I don't want to be negative, but uh, you, you know, when Rumble came back, it was just not the same. So we'll see how they clean this up. Because, I mean, I'm not going to be down for just any old pairing of these two. I liked the way they did it at the start. Yeah, and if Peter's on it, I think it'll be in good hands. So hopefully that is what sticks around as well. But the art didn't stay the same. I'm sorry. And I'm being like a crotchety old man over here. I'm you just certainly saying, are, yes. I, I, I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just being real with how I feel, okay? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Sorry. All right, then. So you figured, you figured out the Fraggle well, Rock let me, size let discrepancies. Me, let, let, me, let, let me flip. Let's go, let's go to sales. So Runaways we talked about last week, their sales and how I'm worried okay. about where, where they're going to shake out, right? So I did some digging. I went to the Diamond sales thing. So issue one was at 44000 which, you know, I think is res- semi-respectable for a book of this niche, right? Yeah, for sure. So so in the, so then they dropped to 22000 with issue two, which again, expected. But they have been trending and staying consistent in the teens ever since. So I feel a little bit better about that, given that okay. I mean, it, it, it's it's not been like 17, 12, 11, 8, 7, whatever. So that's where they are. Speaking yeah, of I'm looking at, you know, once I saw this in the notes, I started checking it out. Um, Runaways number five in January looks like it was at 14,103, and it has yeah. it two slots behind Miss Marvel, which has been around for 26 issues, uh, which they, you know, clearly like over there that she's gotten a lot of play. Yeah. Um, Captain Marvel's at 12,000. The Hawkeye book was at 12,000. Um, Canceled though. Canceled though. Yeah, but you know, it had a good, a decent run for it being an offshoot Hawkeye, you know? Okay. Um, so anyway, so what I'm we'll saying see. is, is that, yeah. so it, it, it could be worse. It could be yeah, better. It's very, it be, it very be respectable. Okay, so anyway, uh, so going back to the Fraggle Rock uh, height uh, mysteries. So after we last talked about this, I was wondering, like, what is the deal? And there's not a blog post proper, but there is a wiki, which I looked into. And and you know how how accurate they can be. So according to uh, the Fraggle, I guess, wiki, so Fraggle, okay, so Doozers, who are the smallest that we know of (laughs) in the thing, in the the universe. Hard-hitting news. All right, all right, okay. So they're five inches tall, okay? Fraggles are a foot and a half. So, okay, so without, without you know, explanation, humans between five, four, and six feet, basically, okay? Uh-huh. And uh, the, uh, the I, I, I forgot the names, the orgs, the morgues, the backyard monsters, okay. whatever they're called, are 15 feet tall. That's all what right. they are. So Pretty now big. we know. <laughs> so that is, so if you wanted to know the split of Fraggle Rock people, that's what it is. So now you can write the definitive blog post and have this rank number one. Well, yeah, the, next well, time the competition somebody... is, is, is pretty stiff, yes. But yeah, that's what I'll do. 
Okay. Anyway, okay. So you know what? I don't need this. Let's just go into what we read last week. <laughs> number uh, this week's number one was Hit Girl number one. This is Hit Girl is back. The pint-sized Punisher meets Polly Pocket has left America behind and set off to serve justice around the world. First stop, Colombia. A mother seeking vengeance for the murder of her child enlists Hit Girl to destroy his killer. But Mindy has bigger plans for Colombia's most feared hitman. Mark Miller and Ricardo Lopez Ortiz join forces for the first chapter of Hit Girl's world tour in this new ongoing monthly series. Okay, so this is a follow-up to we did uh, the new Kick-Ass last week, which there was an ad for in this book, which is weird. Uh Uh, What are your thoughts? I feel like, so for us being casual readers, and when we read Kick-Ass last week, we completely forgot, had no idea, whatever, of whatever happened to Dave Lazuski. What was he doing? Did he die in the last Kick-Ass? We couldn't remember. I don't even know if I had read that one or not. Um I feel like this one should have come out first because you get the nod instantly where she says that he is retired. He retired and she's looking for a secondary, you know, another kick ass to hang out with essentially. So I feel like first off, and that's just a minor stupid little thing, but uh, I feel like this one should have come out first uh, to say that she's continuing on. She's in the search for someone else. And then you get the new kick ass that, that, you know, she doesn't realize that someone out there is starting to do their own thing. But regardless, um, I've always liked Hit girl as a character more, than kick ass himself. Uh, so I, I enjoyed this, um, more than the new kick ass that we read. Uh, and, but it's no, you know, it's really no different than what you get from her in the past. I mean, you get foul language, you get a lot of violence, you get a lot of her kicking ass, um, a lot of her doing her thing. And, you know, I'm not sure why we need to be invested in these characters that she's got doing some dirty work and hanging out with her right now. I imagine that may may play out story wise, you know, over this run. But, um, you know, if you were missing Hit Girl in your life and did some more, I imagine you are thrilled that this is back. And much like the last, the the new Kick Ass, this is probably something I will because I read the Hit Girls in trade form. Um, you know, I don't think I need to read this month to month or however often it's coming out. But something I would I would pick up when it's done. I liked it okay. And also, before I get into this, my computer is having a very hard time right now. So I'm going to freestyle the hell out of it. Well, you sound perfect. Uh, well, I mean, but I can't read anything. My no. screen has gone dark. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so the point is, uh, I, I liked it pre- better than I thought I would, actually. I, I liked the art. Uh, I liked the, the tone of it. I like that you didn't really... I mean, maybe because I do, but I, I don't think you would need so much background. You, you, basically, she's a... She's a hard-hitting vigilante, and she's figured out how to do what to do, and she's doing her thing, and she's also quite violent, and there's lots of uh, cussing happening. So mm-hmm. I liked it, though, in, in general. I mean, would I subscribe? Maybe not, um, but I'll tell you what I did subscribe to later. There's a little tease. Uh, but I, uh, all told, I, I give it an, an 8 out of 10. I thought yeah, it was okay. I can see that. Let me do a quick uh, CBR here. And see if the peeps agree with us. Hit Girl 2018 has a 7.8 rating of critics and 8.8 of users. So again, that's not surprising. If you like Hit Girl, you probably picked up this book and it was very much like the previous and it hits on all fronts. So you probably do like it, but critics are critics, so they're always rating less than an actual reader. So we have forbid then. Well, by point two. One dollar. <laughs> Okay. Any, any Hoosville. Okay. So uh, what else you get to? Next, uh, so we got next week's number one. 
I always do that. I always you mess up the process. Every time. Oh my I God. just I'm, I'm a asshole. Anyways, next week's number one. You have pulled Wilds number one from Black Mass Comics. This is written by Vita Ayala, uh, drawn by Emily Pearson, and this is a long paragraph to describe this. So bear with me, folks. After a cataclysmic plague sweeps across America, survivors come together to form city-state. City-state-like communities for safety. Daisy Walker is a runner for the compound, a mix of post-apocalyptic postal service and black market salvaging operation. It is a runner's job to ferry items of people between settlements and on occasion scavenge through the ruins of the old world. Daisy is the best there is at what she does. Out beyond the settlement walls are innumerable dangers, feral animals, crumbling structures, and abominations, those that were touched by the plague and became something other. After a decade of surviving, Daisy isn't fazed by any of it until her lover, another runner named Heather, goes missing on a job. Desperate to find her, Daisy begins to see that there may be a little difference between the world inside the walls and the horrors beyond. A bold tale of surviving in bleak times. Well, you know, again, the future. I want no part. (laughs) I want no part of the future. It's just so dirty. and It's it's never a fun time. I mean, look, I was talking to somebody yesterday about Back to the Future, and I'm like, which now is the past, uh, part two, that is. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Hoverboard. Hoverboards? What happened? Not here. They're not here yet. Where Where are they? Lace-up shoes, Where? though. Not like they had the movie, though. <laughs> Nike's trying. Not, not that good. And they had 30 years to figure it out. So, anyway. But the Cubs won so, the World Series. Well, again, you know, Black Mask is one of those studios that has been good about putting out books that are um, good and under the radar. By the way, when I put this in uh, for next week, remember that book, Collexic, that we did a yes. thousand years ago? Uh-huh. Issue two, out the same day as this book. Issue two. Issue what two hasn't come out yet? It wouldn't, well, no, it comes out on Wednesday. Is what, wow. is what, is what, huh. I, I know. Weird. Who knew? Well, Are you we, buying it? No. Okay. I mean, at this point, like, <laughs> what was that book even about? I don't remember at this point. I can't go back and listen to our own show. No way. No. No. You got to move forward. I got to yeah. prepare for the future, which is going to be dystopian. Don't remind, <laughs> don't remind me. Okay. Anyway, so what else did you read this week? Uh, so I got to Super Sons number 13. So we talked briefly already about Super Sons being canceled. To which I say, after this issue, that is a damn shame. I've been waiting so long for these two to sort of be out, you know, at school, fighting their own crimes, doing their own thing. This is The Parent Trap Part 1. Um, don't know if it's going to be a two-part series or what, but uh, we get Talia Algo shows up, Damien's mother, of course. I love this issue. You get, first off, the variant cover, which I don't know who drew it, um, but it is awesome. I took a screenshot on the iPad. To have it, um, hopefully I can find it in print somewhere or just order it on eBay. But kudos to that artist. I'm not sure who did it. Would you like me to go to Midtown Comics and get it for you? Because I can. Sure. Thank I'm you. Sure it's, I'm sure it's there. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I, Anyways, during the school day, lots of uh, banter between these two. When they go out to, to start doing the thing, getting on the mission, they get in the two the one seater pod that they have. And there's some banter about it should be a two seater. I mean, it's just fun. This, this issue was what this book should be. Uh, I felt, um, lots of back and forth between these two, a couple kids trying to figure it out. I'm very sad to see that's going to end, uh, in three more issues, but I'm happy that I got this issue and I assume it's going to pick up and be, uh, even better as it, as it closes out. All right. So let's talk defenders 10. Okay. Which I know you read. 
So you and I have really wrestled with the fact that this book has been so great. And I feel like from the beginning, we were concerned that it was not going to go very long. Brian Michael Bendis is not a writer that stays longer than about you know a dozen, maybe 25 books, which, which, which is a lot to a creator. But to people like me and you that just want that consistency, not, not a constant, right? This is the right. last book. It's uh-huh. done. And I didn't know it was over until the last page. Did you? <laughs> Did you? Yeah, we talked on the show that Never Time was going to be the last one. I, I just I didn't make the connection until like I flipped it. And I was like, thank you, goodbye. That's literally like what the line was, which I mean, I thought it was so good. This yeah. book, I, I, I love this book. I really did. From the very beginning, I thought it, the, the timing of it, the art of it, the pacing of it, all of it was just impeccable. And I I just didn't, I didn't, I mean, I knew like after I got to it, but like when I got to the final spread and it was basically like, bye forever, you know, I was like, ah, oh, shit. You shed a tear is what you're saying? No, I was just mad. And like, oh, this book was good. And there's this, just no, you know, look, you can you can feed me Luke Cage as a single book or Jessica Jones, who again was done by Brown Michael Bennis, who's also leaving the book. All of it. This, 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 I thought this book was near perfect. Uh, where are you on it? I, I agree. I mean, I thought this issue sealed things up and left things open. So, I mean, you got the, the scene of them setting up the Heroes for Hire shop. That was, that was great. Um, the scene of, uh, what's his name? The Hood. When he's yeah. describing to Kingpin that he's the Kingpin now and Kingpin never says a word. And the panels kind of just progressively zoom in on Kingpin as he's standing there. Uh, that was awesome. Because I feel like you get the sense that, um, okay, the Defenders are probably going to dispose of this dude here pretty quickly. And Kingpin is sort of just like waiting in the wings to take back over. You know what I mean? You could tell that he's scheming something. That like, yes, this book ends, but clearly it's set to where we all understand that Kingpin is the Kingpin. So... That's just what's going to happen. Uh, this the, it did a great great job of tying things up like that. This was it was great from from start to finish, like you said. One of the better Marvel books I've read in in quite some time. Um, you know, if you haven't read any of this book, you know, lucky you that you get to breeze through all of it um, at once. Because I imagine doing doing that all at once is a fantastic read and and probably done very quickly because it's you wouldn't want to put it down. Which is the best? Which is the best recommendation you could give? Yes. And uh, the last thing I got to this week, and this is helpful for when a book like Defenders ends. We had Descender twenty seven, so Descender's back, and I think Saga is back next week, if I remember correctly. Um, mm, I don't know. So we're getting some things back. So Descender twenty seven. Uh, this setup. Uh, how how do I explain this? So this set up a bunch of. Um, some backstory, some, some filler to sort of lead into wherever things are going next. Is that, it doesn't, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, is that fair? I mean, it wasn't like a, a major, major type thing. I mean, it's, it's starting a new run. Um, they're calling it old world. So brand new storyline, old worlds, part one, you kind of get the origins of the harvesters here. Um, and you know, I'm excited to see this kick back off because this is, you know, up there and probably the top five maybe three of things that are, that are going right now that I'm, you know, really interested in. So happy to see it back. Yeah. I mean, uh, to your point, I'm happy it's back, but it wasn't something that advanced the story so much. It's just sort of set up how we got to this point long ago, I guess. In a world right? long ago. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, so yeah, but I mean, again, uh, it's a great book, great art, great, great, great everything. So I'm into it. 
So what did I read this week? So I did on your recommendation pick up Hawkeye number Old Man Hawkeye number two. I'm a subscriber. I'm in. Long haul. I thought it was I, good, I, right? I, like, I think it's great. I really do. I, I thought the art was better than I recalled, unless they changed it somehow. But the art was good, and uh, you know, I'm into it. Uh, I read uh, which you should, dude. Uh, Regression, uh, which is by uh, Colin Bunn, out of I think Image. Yeah. Uh, Good, good book. Very strange, very violent, very weird. Kind of sexy. <laughs> but, I, I know, but I, but I read that. Uh, Defenders we already talked about. Astonishing X-Men number, I think, eight. Which, again, the, the, this book, I'm not sure if it was a plan or just sort of a ploy where they changed the art every issue. But, uh, I think it was it, a plan. I mean, but really, though? Who plans for that? The creators of Astonishing X-Men. Well, well, it, I mean, sure. Some editor pitched the idea, thinking it was a cool thing. Sure, but I, but, but I don't. I don't. I, the I art was the art was the, the art the art was good. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't, I don't want to fight with you. With the, but, <laughs> but, nothing but, to fight but about. I, but I do like when there's consistency. Nevertheless, it, it, it's worked for this book that they've always had a superstar artist come in and out and do the thing. So there was that. Um, dude, you you have to read Tales of Suspense. You have to. This, this is Rosenberg, that, right? Yeah, you I mean there is no reason that you don't. I mean, it's 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 Bucky and Hawkeye trying to find Black Widow with Matthew Rosenberg and uh, Travel Foreman doing the art. Just you you have to read it. That's it. There's there, there's okay. no bones about it. It's it, it's it's amazingly great. And I think I think that's it for this week. That's good. That's respectable. No, it's better than you. Oh, <laughs> gee, thanks. <laughs> I'm uh, pulling up Tales of Suspense right now on the old Comicsology, and let me tell you something. Have you? Uh, we've mentioned on the show, and I'm not sure if you've uh, kicked back in, but how great is it now to have that 15% discount from being yeah. an unlimited member? Like, I come look at this, and I see yeah. that the books are 3.39 instead of 3.99. Yes, and I'm like, hey, it's I'm saving 60 cents. Buy it. <laughs> just, yeah, just that that's. Much. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, yeah. But yes, uh, I, 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 I have, when I got Old Man Hawkeye, I was like, discount. So I'm in. They, so it, 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 pays for, it pays for itself, is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> so it appears this started with issue 100 of Tales of Suspense, part one of five. Yeah. Okay, I will buy these. I mean, you I mean I just think it's it's so up your alley that I, there's no way you won't enjoy it. I mean, it the... the, the it, it, it's just very well done. That's all I can say. Well, you know we're Matthew Rosenberg fans, and that leads into two news pieces uh, from this week. So okay. first off, we've got news. So there was Image Expo. Um, so a lot of images, bo- image books were announced. And I didn't put anything in the news because we've seen Image Expos in the past where they announce a lot of books, and some of them don't ever come out for you know personal reasons between the creators where things happen or things get delayed. So I didn't want to just list out every single book. So there's only a couple – that I've put news in here to uh, to check out, and one being Matthew Rosenberg and Tyler Boss, who together did um, uh, four, four Kids Walking to a Bank, to yeah, a bank. and, and yeah. also um, We Can Never Go Home. Yeah, they did they uh, they did that one together. I didn't realize that was Tyler that drew it. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Anyways, they uh, they have a book coming out from Image, and you know Tyler Boss tweeted an, an image that said issue number one by Tyler Boss and Matthew Rosenberg. So, listen, fantastic. We've got these two coming back. Uh, it's called What's the Furthest Place from Here? It launches in November 2018. I mean, that sounds great. It's, it sounds like a long time from now, but 
we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll read it if we're both still alive. Um, and just, <laughs> just to give everyone the gist, it tells the story of a gang of young punk punks getting lost in the wasteland of America. After the youngest member disappears, their quest to find her may put them in a fight to survive against the most deadly terrain, the most dangerous gangs, and maybe even each other. Or maybe not. Either way, they're going to find out how the world ended. Again, the world ends in the future. I mean, it's the worst. I swear <laughs> to God. I, I mean, I, I, every so often, I work with a, a buddy of mine uh, who is like a political type, which, you know, I don't care for. And, you know, a save the world type, which, you know, I don't care for. <laughs> but occasionally, like, and, and especially in New York, like, when you throw away, like, your trash there's like three different garbage cans there's like the compost one the recyclable one and then like the actual like garbage one and i always choke on like ooh, what's this and like he always like busts my balls about it and then i'm like we're gonna be long dead before the world's toast man like who cares <laughs> <laughs> don't you think come on yeah what do we got what i got what do i got 50 years tops 60 years the way we're living these days and we have no kids so yeah, I mean, the world's Whatever. got, like, at least 300 more, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Educated guess. Sorry, but that's how I feel. Uh, to, con- to continue on, because Matthew Rosenberg is a hot commodity right now, um, big time in the Marvel, as we noted last week with their relaunch, don't call it a relaunch, that they've got coming up. Uh, Bleeding Cool, I don't know if this, is, this hasn't been confirmed yet, I don't think, but Bleeding Cool is usually pretty good at these. Um, they have Matthew Rosenberg pegged to write a new multiple man comic, uh, Jimmy Madrox, multiple man, um, you know, fresh off the news of apparently a movie of him being in development with James Franco starring, whether or not that'll ever come out. Um, either way, it seems they're, they're pushing the character and and Rosenberg could be at the helm. Okay. So I did read, like, I want to say yesterday, if not today, that movie is like in development hell because of the whole studio shift. Yeah. That sounds, but, uh, I mean, the thing about Madrox, multiple man, that is, is that so he died during the uh, Inhumans X Men thing because of the the Terrigen mists being lethal to to mutants, and he's dead. And then he's also in um, the Old Man Hawkeye book, where he also died, and then later became assimilated with with Venom. So I'm not sure what this. He's got a weird thing going on these, these days. So I mean, this is a a rant that has no point, but I just, (laughs) he's impossible to kill is what you're saying. uh, I mean, yes, he has died many times and it's always like, no, that was actually one of his duplicates. So he's all good. So yeah, I, I, again, I'm a fan of Matthew Rosenberg's writing. I I do worry he's getting a little spread then, but we'll see what happens. Okay. Which by the way, Jeff Lemire, where are you? He's running Descender. Uh, that and also Gideon Falls, March fifth. We'll be talking about that next week. Yeah, certainly. And he, uh, I think he's still doing DC stuff, right? Doesn't he have the Terrifics coming out? How the hell would I know? Because we've talked about it on the show a few times. But but I'm not a DC reader. But we've talked about it on the show a few times. I don't listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and uh, another one of your favorite writers, Rick Remender, announced a new book at Image Expo, which is the only other book that I've put in here. Uh, this is called Death and Glory. The tagline is 5,000 miles, four heists, three days, two psychopaths, and one woman who has had enough. First issue is 40 pages and will be out in May. You're typically excited for all things Remender, right? Until you, yeah, definitely. Okay. Which reminds me, like, um, I the only book that, I, that I'm current with him on is uh, Deadly Class. And where is that? Because I'm a subscriber. I feel like it's been a long time. Don't yeah, you haven't mentioned it in quite, quite a while. Where is that book? 
Maybe he's focused on the TV show right now. Oh, I can't wait for that. I really can't wait for that. Yeah, there's lots. There's some, we're gonna have to make a TV podcast. You know what though? I'd be into that. I would. <laughs> I would. Be All into TV that. or just comic book TV? I mean, I think whatever we're watching. Well, like, like today, a friend of mine tried to engage me, and this is us, and I'm like, I got nothing on that. But if you <laughs> talk about, but if you want to talk about The Walking Dead, which I'm not watching to do this, just so you know. Uh, we can talk about that all day long. Okay, well, I can't speak to The Walking Dead, but I can speak to This Is Us. Okay, well, I mean, there you go. <laughs> Great show. So, anyways, okay. that ties up this right. week. Now that we're back, actually, on schedule, this is, uh, you know, normal episode length, some quick shots at some books, and, uh, you know, prepare to read some more next week. TimothyComics.com. Uh, until next week. Happy